0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of the ISO Review Podcast, a production of Simplify ISO. The ISO Review Podcast shares the latest international standards development and is your resource for getting the most out of your management systems. Hello, I'm Howard Fox, business coach and host of the Success Insight Podcast, and I'm joined by Jim Moran, ISO management system professional, celebrating his 31st year delivering iso support good morning jim it's so good to have you back on the iso review podcast how are you doing
1: just great howard and uh thanks for uh putting this together for us it's great to be out here with you and great working with you so thanks for all your help and guidance and um, i'm glad our listeners based on the number of downloads we're getting i'm uh, glad that our listeners are enjoying joining these things
0: i uh Again, it's great to have you, and I do uh, want to affirm you're, you you have some good listenership, and, which means people are searching for the, this topic of uh, uh, information management systems, international standards development, and that's a good sign. You, you seem to have a, a very uh, well-anchored uh, uh, niche here and uh, lots of good information, and I'm sure that as the standards continue to change or evolve, Um, simplify iso and and also this podcast iso review podcast will uh, essentially share the latest and greatest of what's going on in the world of uh, uh, international standards development
1: well that's definitely the plan howard and um, thanks to you and your guidance we've had a great time putting together the first few and and you mentioned about the niche the neat thing about information security these days is every single organization, small, medium, and large, they all have information. <laughs> yeah. and, and everybody is should be, if they aren't, they should be concerned about making sure that they're keeping their information as secure as possible. And rather than just crossing your fingers, ISO in Geneva, ISO.org, has lots of standards relevant to this particular standard of this particular area of interest, information security. I think they've got at least 30 standards. You and I have talked about five or six of them. There'll be some more to come. They And you probably remember, Howard, they have a specific standard for interpreting Annex A and 27001. It's called 27002, kind of gives you plain English. And then, of course, 27005 was the specific standard for uh, designing a, a risk analysis tool. 27,007 it helps out with anything you want to do with internal audits. And, of course, our last few podcasts, I think seven or eight by now, uh, we're talking about ISO 27,036 uh, having to do with supplier relationships, information security uh, with your whole supply chain and keeping you Safe, keeping your information safe, and of course, making sure your suppliers are keeping your information safe as well. Uh, We went through the supplier relationship management part a while back. Then we got in that section six. Then in section seven that we're finishing up today, we talked about the planning process, the selection process, the relationship agreement process, they're managing the relationship. And then of course, if things don't work out, we, it brings us to today's topic, Howard, supplier relationship termination process. So, we, I'm sure that whoever is listening has been through this with their organization where they start with one supplier, they work with them for a while, things change, and maybe the supplier can't keep up, or maybe the supplier makes demands on you, the purchaser, that you're not willing to meet. You know, maybe payment terms like, Two percent, ten net thirty, or something like that. Right. So, thanks. So, and like any process, Howard, uh, the the terminating of a uh, of a supplier has inputs to the activity. It then we do the termination, and then the outputs uh, leave us with assurance that we have carried out the termination process properly. Uh, And everybody here, as I said, everybody who's listening has been through this at one point or another in their lifetime. And um, if not, it'll be coming up at some time in the future, especially with uh, cyber attacks increasing at the rate that they are. And with the supply chain now having sometimes multiple layers of um, information security needed, because of the different people or the different services in the supply chain, we're not just talking about products, obviously, to our services being delivered, but we're talking about all the information related to those products and services. And we want people to definitely keep themselves safe, their information safe. And our customers have lots of information. And every once in a while, everybody who is listening today has heard stories of, massive chains in the in the, in various countries having their customer databases being hacked and that's definitely something that everybody has they all everybody here has customers everybody here has information about the customers and of course that's uh, in the supply chain it, the fingers get even longer and maybe a bit more tenuous so the whole idea of actually having a process for supplier termination is kind of based on the fact that we want to protect the service or product supply during the termination activity to make sure that there aren't any cracks or leaks or, or anything's going wrong. And of course, including legal and regulatory uh, impacts that could occur at, during or after the notice of termination. The last thing you want is to Tell a supplier that they are not going to be, you're not going to be needing their services anymore. Then have them take your entire client list and start selling to them themselves. And that's the one of the many things you want to take care of. And that's why you need to think of this as a process, not just a like Trump used to say on that show, "You're fired." It's uh, you. You have to go through the requirements that the the supplier has not met. And it's possible that even during this process, they may decide uh, that they want to change their own activities and maybe be in a little bit more secure situation for the next clients, whoever they might be. And definitely, even if a service is being delivered or a product's being delivered, you want to make sure that everything is wrapped up neatly when it's finished. And you you can be more assured of getting that result of things ending cleanly if you have the process. And like any process, you've heard this a thousand times, Howard, processes have inputs, processes have activities, and then processes have an output. So if we think of the inputs to the termination process, the things you want to consider as the purchaser, you want to consider with the supplier when you're at a carrying out information security activities relation, in relationship to the termination process, you wanna make sure that, that everybody is in agreement and that there's, in most cases, a documented notice to the supplier. Many uh, providers of external goods and services and processes re- require a, a purchase order uh, terms and agreements and specifically we talked about that uh, in the early stages when we were talking about um, creating the supplier relationship uh, the agreement that was section 7.3 in this standard did we never mention the number I should have mentioned this is ISO 27,036 and this is part two uh, just in case anybody wants to take a look at what we're talking about so when we think about... And
0: by the way, uh, Jim, this is yeah. Clause 7.5.
1: Thanks for reminding me, Clause You, are, 7. you 5. are so
0: welcome. That's what I'm here for.
1: <laughs> yes, supplier yes.
0: relationship termination process.
1: That's it. So we've got, we built the process. We've been reviewing processes in the past. Now this termination time has come. And uh, <clears> of <throat> course, the, you have to fig, find your most recent version of the supplier agreement. Uh, and make sure that when you built this thing in the first place you included a termination plan in it and then of course you, there should be in most cases non-disclosure agreements established with suppliers and precisely for this reason that when if and when a termination happens that they um, that they uh, understand what their responsibilities are in terms of protecting information so in order to to go through with the termination, you as the purchaser want to make sure that uh, you clarify with your sup- suppliers that um, any information, um, mo- any information security motivations behind the decision it could be anything, but definitely let them know if anything related to security of information is part of the issue. And if they uh, once they're made aware, uh, it's important that the, the supplier make sure that they've got everything related to information security buttoned down really tightly. And, of course, let you know as the purchaser if there's anything in particular that you need to take care of from your end. Make sure that the risk treatment plan Uh, for the identified and assessed risks that you decided earlier. Everybody has a risk assessment. Uh, That was ISO 27005, had some guidance for that. But lots of uh, times or touch points along the whole sales process or the customer uh, fulfillment process from the time the customer calls till the money goes in the bank, there are spots along there that have mild Possibilities are mild, uh, said, uh, low event uh, occurrence possibilities. There are some that are really high. Of course, the likelihood is one thing, but it's the consequences. The other, maybe something is fairly likely to happen, but doesn't have any consequence. And conversely, there could be some information handled by you and your supplier that it's very unlikely it could happen, but would have a massive consequence if it did. So this is all identified in the risk assessment and in the subsequent risk treatment. You're taking care of it. So you and the supplier need to go over that to make sure that if there's anything that could put either of you in jeopardy, that every everything is going to be clarified, everything's going to be controlled. It, it could happen, that you have to make a sudden termination. And it's really important to make sure that the, the you activate the your own purchasing, your business continuity plan as the purchaser, depending on the importance of the product or the service. And that's important too, that you don't just um, fly off the handle and say, you, you, we're done with you, we're not dealing with you before you think of the consequences. So handling it in a level-headed, uh, methodical way is going to get you uh, to the end in a much better shape than if you just uh, said you're fired, we're finding another supplier. It, that does happen. And of course, if it's a an acrimonious separation, that always opens the door for some nasty things to happen, just like any, other, any relationship. So yes. Like a marriage. Uh, like a marriage, exactly like a marriage. So in order to do that, to make it more harmonious than acrimonious, make sure that, number one, everybody's communicating. You could even define a communication plan to inform internal personnel uh, and any third parties impact by the the um, this particular product, process, or service being uh, served to you or being sold to you. Make sure that anybody who's connected to it knows what's happening before it happens. For example, if your internet service provider decided they didn't want you as a client anymore and just turned the tap off, it would be, well, we wouldn't be having this um, podcast being recorded right now. So it's important to to be able to not burn bridges and so on. Make sure that everybody's clear. There's a communication plan. And um, now the other the other possibility and this this is getting a little trickier you might be you may have an option to not just cancel them but you might be able to transfer um back to yourselves maybe outsource something now you're going to do it in-house again instead or you might actually have the supplier themselves move the business to another Uh, maybe uh, another division of their organization that's structured differently and would work better with you. So there's all kinds of things that can happen, but it's important to keep everything organized and make sure you're following the process steps in order to reduce the chances of some security catastrophe. And, of course, it, it needs to be handled by an appointed person Rather than getting to the end, everything blows up and having people around the table saying, I thought you were going to do it. Oh, no, I thought you were going to do it. So it needs to be, someone needs to be appointed to this uh, handling of the, uh, the termination. And of course, that person would need to be obviously extremely familiar with all the details of this termination plan which would include all the details of the original agreement. Um, up-to-date inventory of information assets uh, needs to be looked at, taken care of, and and for sure, select and agree with the the supplier on assets that are going to be returned to mm-hmm. you from them, assets that may be going to be returned to the supplier. And then, of course, there could be some situations where if the termination of the agreement involves something like external hard drives, laptops, whatever, uh, uh, tablets, that uh, you decide if you will have to uh, dispose of the um, particular equipment, the physical equipment. And of course, non-physical, intellectual property, um, all those kind of non-tangibles uh, need to be managed in exactly the same way. And it's important that uh, this is all clarified in the agreement beforehand, so that you don't end up having to figure out something at the last minute and doing a few things on ad hoc or on hoc, ad hoc, ad hoc, hoc. hoc. yes. <laughs> so, whatever the whatever events take place at the termination, it's it's much safer for you as an organization if there is some kind of plan. Some kind of uh, map to follow. You can do it as a flowchart, of course, like you can do anything. And uh, have people uh, signed to the activities and make sure, uh, communicate, communicate, communicate. Make sure everybody know, knows what's going on and make sure, especially make sure everyone knows what he or she is responsible for doing and knows where all the um, information is that they need in order to carry out termination So we've got the input, we've got the process, the activities that we just talked about. So now the outputs uh, from the process called supplier termination process uh, would include things like a communication plan related to the termination of the product or service or process supply that you want to have, again, I can't emphasize this enough, appointing a specific individual responsible for the termination of the product or service. Make sure that it's not a group effort. We have a thing called diffusion of responsibility that happens in that case. And of course, you want to keep your inventory of assets, which would be information assets or tangible assets, uh, so that everything... Is uh, contained. Everything is accounted for when the termination happens. And then, of course, a really uh, a final thing, an important critical piece, Howard, to make sure it's wrapped up completely, is uh, a document called a termination plan execution report. Good word there. In this particular case, executing your supplier, and you want to make sure that the execution report. Uh, is also signed uh, or reviewed and confirmed by the supplier as well so that they can't come back on you later and say you didn't meet the requirements of our contract and of course the ex- the uh the report would um also show which clauses of the original agreement you've met and and how you've met all the terms of the agreement and then when the supplier signs it as well then that's acknowledgement that they have uh, understood that they have been uh, terminated and that everything that was supposed to happen it, it described in the original agreement has actually been carried out and taken care of. Um, You want a transition plan as part of this report as well, saying how you're going to acquire these services from another source, unless it happens to be a supplier who's products services or processes that they're supplying you are no longer needed those are probably the easiest ones to do in terms of friction and and uh, animosity and so i just we don't need it anymore thank you very much the tick, the tough ones are the ones where they haven't met their up to haven't lived up to their promises to you or or i guess the most difficult one would be one where the Information security has been uh, compromised, and you suffered some consequence from it. So there we are. That brings us to the end of the document called ISO twenty seven thousand and thirty six, Part Two. The and so if you need any any help designing your supplier relationship uh, with regards to. Information security. It's a great document. available at your favorite document supply place or uh, at ISO.org itself. And they seem to be. Everybody seems to be priced pretty much the same. I uh, certainly wouldn't try to find a free copy. It may not be much advantage to you. And one of these things that you only have to buy once. In fact, even though we're focusing on information security, Howard. There are a lot of things in this document that would be good to include in any purchase uh, agreement with a supplier. And there you have it. The last section we just when we talked about the selection process, relationship agreement process, uh, managing the the relationship, and then finally today uh, the end of the line. So thanks very much, and I hope our listeners enjoyed this. And if they have any comments, uh, we'd sure love to hear from them.
0: You got that, and I again, I, you and I were chatting beforehand this uh, week. I, I'm actually in the, the the tail end of a uh, termination process. A project that I've been working on for three years now is is going away. The uh, our yes. uh, purchaser our client decided to go with another supplier. And I think over the course of the last three months, we have slowly been living this, this process that <laughs> you just outlined. And I think that the final step, um, uh, this, perhaps after this week, I'll get a box delivered to me to put my, uh, my client's, uh, computer in it and I'll send that off and, uh, my role will at least be uh, completed with this uh, particular uh, purchaser or client but it's it's been interesting as we've been going through these uh, these clauses and a lot of what we talk about is applying that back to things i'm i'm doing uh with the, some of the projects i work on even though they're not uh, information security intense projects they're more of a coaching service but mm-hmm. still a lot of this is very applicable even in the part of the work that I do. So I I, I certainly appreciate the timeliness of the uh, supplier <laughs> relationship termination process, Jim. So thank you so much.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Well, it's great to have real life examples and uh, nothing makes uh, a topic come to life more than someone like yourself, Howard, living, actually living through this right now. And uh, you heard us mention the tangible assets of the uh, customer. You you were supplying them, but they gave you a laptop to do it with. And that particular scenario you just described, it was it probably gave them pretty good control over the information security because they could see what you were doing. Right. They could see what sites you're visiting and the coffee sites and the uh photography sites and all those things. Right. So it's uh and which of course, I never
0: did by the way. I think the only Amazon and uh which was in order to provide my uh my clients uh book recommendations in LinkedIn, which was a part of the coaching that I would do to my clients, is
1: nice. teaching them how to use LinkedIn. Well, that's great. Thanks again for a great hosting job, Howard. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. You got it. Before we head out, just a reminder uh, for
0: our clients: we're going to send them uh, to the Simplify ISO website so they can learn more about uh, your cloud-based management system. If they need assistance with standards and ISO Mm meeting their ISO requirements, we'll also provide them the backlinks to the International Management System Institute, imsipro.org. And I think we even have a, the ISO 27001 gap checklist, and we'll provide backlink uh, to it as
1: well. Absolutely. I work with an organization called Conformance One, yeah. and uh, Rick Herman and his crew have developed a free uh, cloud-based uh, self-assessment tool. Okay. And uh our listeners would certainly uh find that beneficial and term enlightening for sure. Beneficial and uh see where they're at and it's a good way for them to kind of set the starting point if they're at, in fact headed down the road to uh a better information security.
0: Okay. And we'll if we'll provide that back backlink from now on as well. Good. Thanks, Howard. All right, Jim. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And staying on line for – we'll do a quick close, and then you and I can have our final chat, okay? Yeah. All right, folks. We have j- just been uh, sharing with you uh, the latest episode of the ISO Review Podcast. Jim walked us through ISO 27,036-2, uh, the supplier relationship requirements, and specifically – One that is near and dear to my heart this week is the Clause 7.5 Supplier Relationship Termination Process. Now, do remember, uh, go out to Jim's website, uh, simplifyiso.com, or you can visit the International Management System Institute's website at imsipro.org. Jim's also on LinkedIn and on YouTube, and we'll provide those backlinks as well. Uh, as for me, you can find out more about my coaching practice at foxcoaching. Uh, dot com, and the uh, also we provide information to our about our podcast hosting and production services. So we hope you enjoyed today's episode, and please do listen to us on wherever you get your podcast from: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify. And especially on Apple and on Spotify, do leave a comment or a a message of sorts if you'd like to share about the episode you're listening to, or you wish to obtain support from Jim for your information security management system. And that's about it. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go out there, have a phenomenal day. And we will look forward to seeing you uh, for another edition of the ISO Review Podcast. Take care of him.